Welcome to another episode of This Week Was the Best Day Ever. It's a podcast that I do. My name is Kevin Colby, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm a uh, video coach and a uh, content creator and also a podcaster. Um, so one of the things I thought I would do in this podcast is talk about the, the 10 things I learned in 2020. Now, the reality of it is um, I'm a lifelong learner. Are you? I mean, I uh, I personally, <laughs> if I don't trust anybody that says, yeah, I got it all figured out. It's like, really? Well, first of all, nice to meet you. You're the only person. I'm a constant learner. I mean, I've been doing doing video for quite a long time, and I'm still figuring it out. Because, you know, uh, um, trends change, gear changes, we changes. Probably wouldn't be accurate, really. We change. So, things change. So, I put together a list, and um, so let me tell you about this. I think this is kind of fascinating and, and maybe something to think about. So, I put together a list came up and and I really only did it for my um, my email list sent it out didn't think anything about it a guy I know named Mike who's actually got the email messaged me and said oh man this really hit me this is great you ought to do a video on that and I'm like well, you know you think as the video guy I would think about that so I did so I produced a video I did change one of the one of the points so maybe it's it's 10 and a bonus but I got thinking about it. I thought, you know what? <clears throat> this would be a really good podcast episode because I can I can go in depth a little bit more. And that's that's what this podcast is all about. It's all about creating and creativity and using our creative gifts. So hopefully you'll find something in here. So let's dive into it. I'm looking at my notes because I don't want to forget these. So these are the 10 things that I learned in 2020. And by the way, however you're listening to this or watching this, um, I hope you you drop a comment and let me know what you learned and uh, maybe if any of these really spoke to you, I'd love to know. Uh, in no particular order, by the way. Number one was, if you want to grow on YouTube, get focused with your content. Now, I've shared some of my YouTube story on my YouTube channel, which by the way, I'd love you to check out. It's youtube.com slash Kevin Colby. It is, it is the core for my content. And, you know, I had been on YouTube for a while and had never really taken it that serious. I say that with a caveat. I've always told other people, you really need to be on YouTube. You really need to be on YouTube. You really need to be on YouTube. But yet I wasn't doing it. Then I was on there. So earlier on in 2020, um, and this is probably for another episode of the podcast, but I, I really got serious and focused with my content. And I learned firsthand how that could really help your YouTube channel to grow. I had taught people that. I had shown people that. I had believed that. I hadn't put that into practice. So that is something I learned that paid off. I'll give you a little preview that somewhere around March or April-ish 2020, I was around 400 and something subscribers. Now... Subscribers are good. I mean, and, and I'm not going to lie. I, I, I hope to be at 10,000 subscribers or more by the end of 2021. We'll see how it goes. But but it's really kind of a, va <clears throat> excuse me, it's kind of a vanity metric 
So, um, and then I ended 2020 with about 2,200 subscribers. And it still is growing, and that's great. Um, number two, helping people feels better than selling to people. Now, I'm a video coach. So I do need to sell my services. I, I do have clients that I'm helping do more with video, get into video, or just kind of, you know, not only just get started with video, but use video to grow their business or something like that. But I know personally, oh my word, I get so tired of being sold to all the time. In fact, I even struggle with this. I struggle with... Um, Hey, you know, do you want this download? Then give me your email. Of course, I'm building an email list so I can send you stuff, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But sometimes it's like, just give it to you. So I like helping people, one, with no expectation of anything in return. But two, I just find it more satisfying rather than trying to constantly sell. God's taking care of me so far. Um, number three, adding shows to your Netflix queue has become the new hoarding. Please tell me you're like me. I am constantly, I mean, most everything we watch, we cut the cable a long, long time ago, is off Netflix or Amazon Prime. Uh, there's a couple other free things. We do an antenna for sports and things like that, but there's also an, uh, an app called Pluto, uh, which is like free TV. And then sometimes you can, like Peacock, which is the NBC app, uh, came out not too long ago, and it's really good and has a ton of free stuff on it. But for the most part, we watch a lot on Netflix. <laughs> and what I've noticed is I'm constantly adding shows to my queue. Somebody will go, hey, have you seen whatever show? And I'm like, it's in the queue. Hey, have you seen it? It's in the queue. So what I realize is a lot of times I'm flipping through the queue and there's another show, another show, another show, another show, another show, and then we watch something else. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I joke that it's become the new hoarding. Number four, it's okay to try things out that before you have it all figured out. Here's what I mean by that. I heard um, Cody Wayner, great YouTuber, crazy creative. He, he tweeted the other day, launch, then learn. And I thought, you know what? There's a lot to be said about that. Um, I, I mean, I tend to try and be a perfectionist, which is bad um, because it, it, can, it can stop you from just doing stuff. But I think there's this desire to figure everything out before we try it. Yeah, figure everything out. And sometimes you just got to jump. Now, I don't, <laughs> I don't think you want to go up in a plane and then jump out and, and you know figure out the, the parachute on the way down. So I'm just throwing that out there. That might be bad. But there's something to be said about just trying something before you have it all figured out. Creating a course, doing a podcast, or something like that. So I just throw that out there. Number five is diversify your income streams. So I have a lot of different ways that I earn income from my coaching business, from video production, from affiliate marketing, from other things here and there. And I'm also working on some projects with some, some friends and business partners. So and then, well, and then when my YouTube channel um, got to a certain threshold, I joined the YouTube Partner Program, which means that my channel now is monetized, so I can turn ads on, among other things. So, if you're just starting out in business, or you're just kind of, you've been creating some, 
make sure you diversify your products. Now, there are some folks that can create, I mean, I'm sorry, diversify your revenue stream. There are some people that can create products. And if you're like that, fantastic. Look at apps, look at merchandise, look at swag, look at a product. But it's really good to diversify because if one if one part of your income then goes away, you're not, oh man, what am I going to do? Well, maybe, you know, the other ones may not be bringing in as much money, but by diversifying it, it's going to help. <clears throat> Number six, be okay with leaving money on the table. You know, it's very scary when you start your business not to want to just go after every dollar. And, and yes, we need money to run our businesses. You know, success is a whole different measurement. How you define success may be completely different than how I define success. Probably is. But it's too easy, I think, to say, oh man, so you start reducing your price and you start underselling, you start doing all this stuff, hoping you'll get the deal. And it may be say, you know what? Um, it's just not worth the money. Or that it looks and sounds good, but it's just not for you. I mean, I, I have decided there were a couple of times where I just wasn't going to work with a client for certain things. Um, I actually fired a client or two. Um, that's a whole other story. But, you know, it's okay to leave money on the table. I kind of look at it like this. I've never lost a job I never had. So... I'm not talking about getting fired, but I'm talking about, you know, oh, man, you know, I lost all that money. Well, did they hire you? No, you didn't lose it. You didn't have it. So be okay with that, walking away from it, leaving money on the table. Number seven, <clears throat> let clients become friends, then treat them like family. You know, I've and I, I've heard a lot of debate on this that, you know, you shouldn't, you know, clients shouldn't be friends and you're, if you start working with family. And it can be murky. I, I, I get that and I acknowledge that. But I have a lot of clients that are friends. I have some that started out as friends and became clients. And then I have a lot of clients that have become friends. And I think that is great because then they really get that, you know, you are interested in their success. What I say to any of my clients, whether we work together or not, that your success is my success. I want you to be successful. What am I looking to get out of it? Well, obviously I want to get paid, right? I want to help you, but I want you to succeed. But then when they become like friends, man, treat them like family, good family, not bad family. Number eight, <clears throat> this is one I definitely think I want to go into on a, on a whole nother episode, is you don't have to be on every social media platform. Now, I know there are people out there that preach you should. You should. I completely disagree with them. I wish them well. But I'm telling you, from my perspective, trying to be on every platform is the best way to succeed at very few of them. No two platforms are the same. That's another mistake we make. We try and treat everything like the same platform and or or you know, I want to, you know, you're on Facebook, I want you on YouTube. So I'm going to do everything I can to get you over to YouTube. It's okay not to be on every platform. Uh, I personally don't care for LinkedIn. Don't do much with Pinterest. Not into TikTok. And I've really grown tired of Clubhouse already. So 
be on the ones that you enjoy, the ones you understand, and grow from there, and then maybe add as you can. So just, I think that's a trap you can fall into. Number nine, go live even if no one is watching. Now, obviously, you want people to watch, and you should promote your live streams, but I think a lot of folks, I think, uh, you, you tell me, are you, does video, um, you know, scare you? Are you intimidated with video? Well, a lot of people are intimidated with live streaming because when you put it out there, it's live and there ain't a lot of redos, but you need to be ready for something to go wrong. And I've done some videos on this. It sounds very, very nihilistic and I don't mean it that way, but, but there are some videos I've done about how to be ready so when the live stream, something happens. Trust me, it's happened to me a lot. But you don't want to get on there and then like, well, man, nobody's really watching. Show up even if nobody does. And even if one person is watching, you got one person more than you had when you started. And number 10, now this is the, this is the different one. I mean, the, the original email list I sent out, I said frozen pizza is really tasty, which is true. Very big fan of Red Barons. But I changed this on the video part to say be you. One of the things we always told our kids growing up, and two of them are older and married, is that, you know, be you. Be the you God made you to be. There's too many people that want to be somebody else. You know, well, I, I want to be like Peter McKinnon or Casey Neistat, two YouTubers I love and love their stuff. But you know what? I, I don't want somebody to be like Casey. I can just follow Casey. So be you. Be comfortable in your skin. Be comfortable with the way God made you and use that to your advantage. I think too often... People are trying to be like someone else. I, you know, I just thought about this. That's what we, we say to our kids when they're little, right? Well, who do, you, who, who do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? Who do you want to be like when you grow up? And stuff like that. That sets a horrible expectation in their head. So be you. So those are the 10 things that I learned in 2020. I would love to hear something that either on my list that resonated with you or just something that you learned and... And I tell you what, if, if 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 this if this episode in any way touched you, consider subscribing and sharing with somebody that maybe needs it. And uh, if you want to reach out to me, the best way to do that is on my website at kevincolby.com. Uh, I'm also on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Colby Media. Um, and again, my name is Kevin Colby, and this is the podcast called This Week was the best day ever. Hope you have a great today.